Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I've been trying to drop this podcast for three years straight. <laughs> I'm still waiting on the line. It won't stop. Yeah, I refuse to also give you my signature of consent. Um <laughs> Yeah, you're like writing Mickey Mouse on the yeah. on the slips or like, I don't know. All the characters every single time. And the craziest thing is is that every single time you do it, every time you do the slip, I don't look at the freaking paper yeah until look at the signature. i get to the registrar you would think that i would know better yeah by now you think for sure <laughs> every um, time i get duped <laughs> i i did think okay so i know it's hard it's a tough act to follow a premiere i feel like you know because premieres are always so exciting and so like the next episode kind of feels like usually like a little bit of a letdown i really liked this episode I love it. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, I I think that I'm feeling the college vibe because Good. like all the things that are happening are very collegey, right? Yeah. We have like Joey trying to drop a class and like I never okay, I'll be honest. And I think nowadays you would do it online, so I don't think this would whole mess would happen. Um, but I never dropped a class, so I've never seen like the line to drop one but i can imagine that this is true especially because i think this is her last day to drop it right yes. so it makes sense that the line would be out of control well i i don't understand why all these kids are so dumb that they wait till the last day they're procrastinators i i think i have dropped a class but i had enough sense to not wait till the last day yeah well that's the thing right people think they're going to be able to like get their grade up or whatever whatever and then they don't and they have to drop it like I said it definitely would be online nowadays but I just the only the only thing Sarah my like teeniest tiniest gripe with this episode is like we skipped past the whole Joey and Dawson weekend like what did they do like 
we because we we basically we end the last episode with him arriving right and this episode begins after the weekend that has already occurred right well it begs the question that we know what they did and it's what they did for five years 20 years prior to college they sat in the dorm room and watched old stupid movies yeah audrey was probably like you guys are such losers yes she was probably like you guys are so boring because you know more was going to happen we would have saw that like there probably was some makeouts but if there was i don't know intimate moments to be had we would have saw it yeah and we know that they didn't talk about what their status was no because the message definitely would have come up yeah and this is the biggest issue it's just like of course of course joey is going to spend an entire weekend not bringing up anything and just live in la la land because she thinks dawson doesn't know shit like he doesn't know about the message he doesn't know that there's a problem because she he arrives and she's acting like everything's normal she has all the information and like usual she says shit yeah this is the thing like and okay here also joey's defense is like oh i thought you heard it and just weren't bringing it up and it's like bitch how is he gonna hear it he was literally on a plane coming to you like I don't think there was enough time. Like, no. girl, use your math skills. No, and I love what Dawson and Audrey say in this episode about Joey. How can somebody so smart be so stupid? Yeah, and that's Audrey, the epitome of Joey Potter. We needed Audrey because we needed her to knock some fucking sense into Dawson and Joey because it's not like, Dawson though. Dawson's just like so no, happy to be there. No, no. Well, she's she's given him the kind of revelation of like, dude, you're really unhappy and you have the power to change that. You know, like I yeah. think she did at least give him that. But this is exactly what we needed. I love usually. Okay. Back in the day when I was a kid and there was like new cast members on shows, I always would get a little irritated because I just loved the like original crew so much and I didn't want like new people coming in and ruining everything. But I will say with Dawson's Creek, I kind of love that every few seasons we get this like infusion of fresh energy, right? Like season two, it was the McPhee's. Now season five, it's Audrey and Charlie. Um, and I just love that little, like, because they're able to be like, I'm not a creep creep. I don't have to beat around the bush. I don't have to be afraid of hurting your feelings. Like, I'm going to fucking tell you how it is. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. I think that the show has a really good internal clock of knowing when things are going to start to get stale. And then they infuse it with a, a new crowd. And, of course, it makes sense because, I don't know, with – Andy and Jack coming in. It was a new school year with Audrey and what's his face? Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. It's obviously they're in college. So yeah, like the timing does make sense as when you would get a new crew. But I think that they do a good enough job to be like, okay, we need new blood uh, to spice up this group because I think they know what they have. They know that they have a bunch of very uh cerebral very like self-indulgent 
teenagers and yeah. they realize that we need other people to get them out of this. Yes. And they do a great job. And I especially because they're so it. serious too. Like, especially yes. Dawson and Joey are like such serious characters. Serious. And then whenever there's somebody to get Dawson out of that, like Dawson was smiling the entire episode hanging out with Audrey and I loved it I loved the energy between the two of them because Audrey was able to bring out a lightness in Dawson and was like getting such a kick out of her because she was fun and light and I don't think that he experiences that very often because yeah Pacey hasn't smiled in like eight seasons. Oh my god! Yeah, Joey would never. Like she is no. she a big smiling. advocate of frowning. I mean, Jen half the time is literally miserable. Well, I wouldn't be smiling either if I haven't kissed a boy since Henry. Since Henry, yeah. yeah. Well, she has kissed a boy since Henry. Well, Jack, Jack does not count. Jack counts. No, he doesn't. Jack counts. Not according to, to count. him, he doesn't but count. Exactly. So, like, everybody's miserable. Jack is literally just trying to get by day by day. He's trying to have a good time, and no one seems he's to want to have a good time with him. He's like, please, can we please just do something? Please he let is, me cheat on my boyfriend. I want to have fun. to cheat on Toby. Exactly. He's like, please, <laughs> universe, bring me man. Bring so me a hot man that I can make it's out with. all I want in this goddamn world. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> this, this episode was really fun. Uh, see, I don't even know if we said it. Season 5, episode 2, The Lost Weekend. Um, really? but it's that's also not what it's called on well that's the thing on hbo it's called flight 62 to los angeles so yeah. i don't really understand what the actual title is um, so where is it saying the lost weekend it was because on... yes the weekend is lost to the audience because i don't have any fucking clue what happened during the weekend it's on that's the thing on the wiki and like imdb it's called the lost weekend but on so HBO, hbo max is like this title makes no sense. Yeah. So we're just going to change it. Yeah, we're going to fuck up everything like we always do. Um, Yeah, I have no idea why they changed the name okay. of it, but there we go. Um, Yeah, because yeah, before, I, we, before we kick things off, I do want to say we did get an email from Kimmy that I have to, like, just read a couple things from. Um, Because she, she sent it in a little late. She didn't know we were recording early for our premiere. Um, But she did say... That our draft is going to be a real tight race. So really? that's exciting. I feel like it's because of freaking Jen. Well, I mean, she did make out. She did have sex with Charlie already. So she did. Not. I'm not shaming her. I'm just. I mean, right. early in the I'm, season is what I mean. I'm very happy about a tight race. So that's yeah. totally fine by me. Um, and she was, she said, I was going to say Dawson etched out Pacey on the hot guy meter, but then he went ahead and spoke and it knocked my, any attractive feature out of him. No. <laughs> um, and then, uh, she is booing Joey. She said, get off your high horse and stop judging Audrey. Um, she said, this goodbye to Dawson is dramatic, even for a teen drama and the nerve of her to say, call me back at the end. Lady, you just told him goodbye. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? It's you're asking him to go away, yet you're telling him to hey, call, call you back. Yeah. It's um, not very you have to be consistent, especially with men. No offense to men, but you can't be because as soon as you open up that door a little bit, the guy's gonna come like I think sweeping in, yeah, in. I think in any relationship, like being very clear is important, and Joey yeah. is anything but that. Yeah, you can't say please leave me alone but also if you want to come back and say goodbye then please do that like that's two contradicting statements um and she also says whose character did they they destroy more pacey or jen they both used to be fun and now pacey's a loser with no friends the kind of person who thinks dawson is quote-unquote living the life dawson leary or jen who has not kissed a single straight boy since henry henry fucking henry Henry yeah Jen is I've never seen Jen drive so she is the epitome of a virgin who can't drive now yeah um excited to see that she's getting into some shenanigans this episode so let's let's get into it without further ado let's get into it um we pick up where uh, a few days later where Dawson is checking in on his flight which I found fascinating because you know to check a flight all you have to do is go to go to google and check your flight to see if it's on yeah. time i guess in the olden days you had to use your flip phone and call a number to check to see if your flight yeah. was on time like the days do you remember jess when uh to check movie times you would have to call the movie yes. theater and be like uh jurassic park is playing at 9 a.m 10 a.m 11 a.m you know yes. they, you, you used to have to call them i also think it used to be in the paper For some reason oh, in my mind yes. that the, the movie times were in the paper and yes. i think like you used to look yeah. in there a lot too yeah you're right and it's funny that i guess you you had to you had to call to see if your flight was yeah. on time which really sounds like it bogs up the phone lines but i guess we're not too worried about that no um so joey is saying like i have a c in this class and so i i want to drop it and dustin's like don't worry about me i can entertain myself and so he listens to his messages because remember folks this was on his answering machine like his home phone answering machine joey right, left so you message. have to call what you had to do is i think you had to call your home phone and then enter in a code like a, a password yeah and then it brought you to your answering machine messages i think so i think that's right you have to like type in your passcode uh for your answering machine and uh so she he hears her message um and joey was surprised like oh you didn't get my message it's like bitch he was on a fucking plane like what do you mean like do your do the math yeah um, i, I and, don't know and here's the thing maybe i'm stupid we didn't really discuss this aspect I guess I didn't realize Joey was drunk when she left that message. Like she didn't look like she didn't look TV drunk to me. How did I I, don't, I think that Joey was just making this shit up because she well, he says you look you sound a little drunk and she says that's because I am drunk. But she was sulking at that party. She didn't I didn't see her with a drink. <sighs> you know at all. what it is? Joey isn't joey isn't a dawson drunk joey isn't an andy drunk joey is a sad drunk no we saw her remember when we saw her drunk and she's just like jen you and i are not friends we never were and that's right so maybe it depends on what she's drinking because you know how some people it's like oh when i drink wine i'm fun but when i drink liquor i'm angry or whatever right right it depends that 
Sure. Um, but she tries to stop the him. The juice does not bode <laughs> well with her. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah. And so um, he's listening to this message and he's really upset. He's like, I wish I knew this before I got on a plane and flew all this way to see you. Like, when? why didn't you tell me? Yeah, it's and- a little alarming. But also, it's you just had – it's almost – it almost their good weekend together kind of cancels out the message. So I don't understand exactly why Dawson's so disturbed by all this because it doesn't matter. They had a great weekend doing God knows what. Oh, see, I'm on I'm completely on Dawson's side here. Like, how can we spend all this weekend together and you not bring this up at all? It's a little sketchy, but it's sketchy by Joey, who once again holds all the cards and doesn't even bring up the fact that you would think that she, of course she's happy to see him. Maybe in her mind he listened to the message and it was like, I'm going to fight for you. I'm going to hop on the plane and we're going to spend time because I know that you're mad because I can't come. And maybe that's why she's like, oh, you know, you're you're making up. But then you would think like, OK, see you, kiss you. Thank you for being here. Did you get my message? <laughs> like, no, you I would think, think that like, it was it would be part of the, like the first conversation. Yeah, it definitely would be a, a conversation you have early because Dawson is completely taken aback by this. He's like, I thought we said everything. Like, I didn't know there was anything unresolved. Like, I thought we said everything we needed to say in my room. Like when we kissed, and like Joey is obviously very upset. Like she has more to say, but of course Audrey walks in at the worst time. Yeah. She's in a towel and she just took a shower or whatever. She's like, "Hey, kids! I love how she calls them kids. I feel like that's yeah, very Audrey. That kids. Like she's very yeah. worldly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're kids, especially in her eyes. Uh, Joey's wearing the lowest rise jeans ever. Uh, the, she has been, yeah, she has been for both these episodes. Like she, there's the there's the little like two inch gap of like um torso or whatever. I mean, um, her hoo ha is like basically about to show <laughs> in these pants. Yeah, there is so little fabric between the top of her waistband and the bottom of her hoo ha. Yeah, welcome to the early aughts, baby. Low rise jeans. Oh, I was just talking about it yesterday because I went to the mall and uh, my friends were looking for non skinny jeans because, as you know, like we're not in anymore. We're trying to be a little hip. And there were what they call low rise jeans. And I just think it's so interesting because remember, I'm going to say a word that like you probably haven't thought about in a little bit, but muffin top. Remember oh, how we were so concerned yes. about having muffin tops? Yeah, you constantly were pulling at the the loops the, the on loops. your pants to pull you them up. Muffin tops. You don't want muffin tops, and so you'd like rip the freaking hoops because you pulled on them so many times. Exactly, and your butt was showing. But it's just because the pants were so low rise. Like they're not you know, intended for any body type except literally Katie Holmes' body. Exactly, type. exactly. I, it's I feel so sad for all of us who were so consumed about if we had muffin tops or not when it's literally impossible not to have a muffin top in those pants yeah it is unless again unless you're katie holmes unless you're katie Um, holmes yeah um i I should also say unless you're like 18 year old katie holmes because like most 18 year olds maybe like you could have this body but like you usually age out of it at a certain point 
Um, but yeah, so so Joey's all ticked off now. She has to go like drop her class, so she leaves. Um, and Audrey is just like, oh, okay. Um, and okay, I don't understand this. On Dawson's last day, so she was gonna show him around campus. Um, but I have to she has to go drop the writing class. So Dawson's gonna go do a campus tour. And yeah. I'm like, why? Like he's visiting. Who wants a campus tour when you're visiting this college to see your friends? I don't know. I guess it's not. It's more like an informal one. It's one where you go around and be like, oh, this is where uh, we had turf wars or whatever. Like over here's where you can get the best sandwich. Like I yeah. think that it's not the official college tour i think it's kind of one but then again once again what were you doing for three days where he wouldn't have already gotten the college tour exactly they were sitting in their dorm room watching stupid movies like yeah so audrey's just like oh well they have like campus tours you could do that um and so joey leaves and audrey's like she's a handful that girl isn't she (laughs) (laughs) yeah you have no idea audrey no idea um so we we come back to Jack and Jen like walking down the street and they're Jen was watch walking so pigeon-toed in this scene I oh my god I literally had the same thought of like the way she walks is so strange (laughs) (laughs) I never noticed it before she was she like like a penguin yeah she clomps a little bit she's clomping along the street the two of them together Jack with that fucking mullet it's so Bad. And Jen walking like a freaking penguin down the streets of Boston. They're so embarrassing. And yeah. then to whip out that map, they are they are uh, noobs. They're yeah, quite a duo. They're chatting about like ch- obviously Charlie and like Jen is like, <laughs> he's not gonna call, he's not Jen gonna call, he doesn't have my number. Jack's like, don't worry about it. He will find your number. He's going to, you know what? And when he does throw yourself at him, because obviously that's what you want to do. Yeah. Um. And Jen is just like, nice girls don't hurl themselves at boys, Jack. Um. And, uh, and so, yeah, Jack is just like, listen, the only person like you, you haven't had any sex since Henry, like I've kissed more guys than you have in the past year. Uh, and Jack's just like, I've kissed one. How many have you kissed? And she says, one. And he's like, how many straight guys? <laughs> None. <laughs> and then, yeah, he whips out this fucking map. This is so Huge embarrassing. Map. It's so Sarah. embarrassing. It's so embarrassing because you want to be very cool and subtle when you're doing this. I don't and know. And the map is for, neither though. cool nor subtle. No, no. Now, are they specifically looking for Charlie? Is what that what I, they're doing? I think what they're doing, because they kind of mention it a little bit later, is like they had looked up every Charlie in like the campus directory and were like, I guess, hunting him down. I don't quite understand it, but they were doing something to that uh, a degree. So it seems like that, like they're they're looking for him um, and they just happen upon he's he's like working at a uh, radio station and they can see him in the window um and he is so cute i don't know if you were like if you thought this was so cute but when he just like he sees her and he just immediately waves and then he like writes a note like come over here but he puts it up upside down in the window um okay yes 
And I've been able to read upside down since literally when I was a kid. Why can't they read upside down? They're tilting their heads like they're children. Like, it's three words. You can read them. Like, I think it was more just like, if I had to guess, I think it was more that, like, Jen was concerned that he's fucking dumb. Like, Jen was like, oh, fuck, like, not another idiot. Yeah, she was like, it's upside down. But you know what it said yeah can you read upside down always and who cares if it's upside down like look at how cute he is and how badly he wants you to come join him yeah i do think that some people can't read upside down i mean maybe it's uh, you know what it's probably the mullet that's affecting jack's brain (laughs) the the balance (laughs) the balance it's throwing him off it's it's throwing him off but yeah Yeah. i think it was really cute chad michael murray was like beckoning them inside yeah go inside and this was a very cute scene with jen on the radio show oh we're not there yet though because we well have to i just want to say it's really cute it is very cute don't get me wrong i loved it i love like the beginnings whenever you see that like beginning spark of like yeah. uh very exciting. whatever type of relationship it's going to be it's just always very fun like a meet cute plus the beginning stages um uh then we have joey trying to drop professor wilder's class and he's just like listen why do you have to drop my class like people don't drop my class i guilt them out of it (laughs) uh people don't drop my class because i don't let them yeah and he says like this is always a freshman thing they always don't understand like how much work it is um and uh wilder he he knows joey he has her number He's just like, you didn't finish that story, did you? And she's just like, I tried, but it's really complicated because now he's here. Um, She's like, I took a bunch of classes. Uh, I didn't know what I wanted to study. Yours sounded like fun. And he says, I love this. Apparently, they have a rating system in their course guide. This is a 9.4. How do they get these ratings? It's a 9.4. I'm not quite sure. But do you remember RateMyProfessor.com? I do. I do. I remember there was like a chili pepper you could use if they were hot. Yes, Mr. Wilder would definitely get the chili pepper. He'd get that chili pepper, but get the chili pepper. Yeah. Uh, Did I you have hot professors in college? Do you remember? No, I don't. I honestly can't remember any of my professors being attractive. I don't. <laughs> I don't think they were. <laughs> I feel like I would remember if I had hot professors. Of course, the most of my professors were women because interior design. Oh, right, right. Okay. But, okay, that tracks. Yeah. But and and I, I don't remember any of my I non interior design professors very well. Um I remember yeah, I, I had old. my math professor, like my algebra professor, was like such a cool girl. And mm-hmm. I was like very eager to do well in her class, and I did. Nice. She like, was really know, just like cool please girl. people just pass this class, this algebra yeah. one. <laughs> so um, i'm yeah. gonna do what i can to make that happen for you but no i know that, that there's no hot professors to be found yeah um and it's it's very obvious like the professor understands who joey is that like uh you know what like she says i'm freaking out i'm obviously not gonna do well please like just sign my paper um and he says you know what it feels like i'm getting dumped uh but he does he signs the paper uh joey is pleased yeah until she finds out this is a mean trick i have to it's, say it's a you're wasting her time but then again joey could have looked at the paper then and there and saw 
that I he... wouldn't have looked at the paper to be honest how can you me. not look at the paper this this is a lesson to look at the fucking paper well yeah but also this is like this feels like a side version of the like read everything before you sign it like look at the signature yeah. of the person <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely. I I I find I just find it unbelievable how long Joey was on that line and she did not read the paper. When you're on a line like that, you start reading everything. You start reading, yeah. I don't know, the back of your gum labels. Like you there's no way that she didn't look at the back of the paper. Yeah. Um but yeah, he d- did you find that there was like some weird energy here? like sexual energy yeah like she, the way that like joey looked like forlorn when he said it's like breaking up oh. or having your first girlfriend break up no, with you i didn't feel that energy i very much felt the energy of like he's the cool professor that everyone really yeah. likes and respects Ooh, and sure he likes to like fuck with his students a little bit so i didn't i guess i didn't feel like specific attention between or attention between him and joey it was more just like a this is who that professor is right also i really joey's life is so freaking interesting i just find it so silly that she is spending her time writing about dawson when she has a father in prison, a mother who died of uh, whatever, um, of cancer, her sister who raised her since she was, you know, 20 years old and is a, not a single mother because Bodhi came back, but, you know, debatable yeah. for a while. And why are you wasting your words on Dawson when you have a lot of life experience that most of these 18-year-olds can't even imagine of? Most yeah. of these 18-year-olds spent a lot of their time in an equestrian club and have their parents, you know, they're rich. This is like a Ivy league university. So I I just find it so interesting that she's wasting so much time writing about Dawson. No wonder she got a C on that paper. Exactly. She wrote one effing paper and she, which got a C that's one grade. Well, I think she's was doing poorly in the class already because it's October. So she's definitely gotten more than one grade back at this point. Um, that'd be kind of wild if she only did one paper. <laughs> the papers months. are really heavily weighted. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Audrey and Dawson are heading towards this campus tour. Um, and uh and yeah, like Dawson says, like it's probably good that Joey and I are like spending some time apart um and he's like why am i letting this girl ruin my life and then he's like you know what i shouldn't be talking about this with you yeah. you know what audrey feels like someone who people tell their secrets to um, yes i think that she gives you the impression that like everyone everyone she talks to she gives the impression that like she's their best friend and so yes. people just want to divulge their secrets to her yeah i think that this probably uh, happens a lot for Audrey and which makes the secrets probably less valuable for her. She's not going to share this to anybody. She's also a very seems like a very loyal person. Yes, definitely. And I think it's funny that like so they get to the part where he she's supposed to drop him off for the um campus tour, but obviously no one's there and she's like, "Yeah, that happens sometimes." You know what? It's not even that interesting. So, come on, let's go. I'll give you the tour. She has a fucking name ta- tag in her pocket like just no, Ready? she just she's the tour guide. Like this is her side job. Oh, this is her job. Like she is the tour guide. So she led Dawson to believe that she was just gonna drop them off with the tour guide. 
and lo and behold she's the tour guide i thought that okay i totally misunderstood the situation i (laughs) thought it was a situation where like they're going there and like somehow the tour guide just blew off the whole thing and she's like oh i got you don't worry no no she did that's why she's like this happens sometimes because like sometimes nobody shows up for the campus tour that's hilarious i'm an idiot and i love that um but yeah i love her just like writing dawson's name on a name tag and just shoving it on him like <laughs> yeah dude. haphazardly like yeah, on an angle i um i gave a couple college tours back in my day oh really yep yeah never did that um i you know it's funny there were some buildings i never even stepped foot in on my college campus because i never had classes in them and so mm-hmm. like i would learn new buildings every semester because i would only ever go in the ones i had classes in oh wow yeah yeah did you need a map uh no no my college campus was very very uh easy to na- navigate uh usually it like ones in like i feel like city of boston are a bit more like spread out and a little bit more difficult um mine was very very easy um so Jen goes into the radio booth thingy and Charlie is on air. Uh, he's like, they, he says, we're playing all sorts of bold, sad bastard uh, as we do every Monday morning. Um, what? <laughs> he says, we got a request for the Smith's classic girlfriend in a coma. And so he gets that one ready and he like brings Jen in. She puts headphones on and then she activates the microphone. Yeah. This saying, girl, this is she mine. Is a bold, now. yeah, very bold. Yeah, this is now her her radio show. She's taken over. Yeah, she There's says, a- she says that like you know what we're not going to play that. That's you know we're not going to do it. Yeah, she doesn't like the song. She doesn't like what he plays on the college radio stations. They're all sad and. Uh, shitty music why don't we play punk or rap or anything interesting yeah that's and she wants to know the the tip for tat is very compelling in this i love it because i love when uh i love when charlie is just like okay we're getting to the part where it's very obvious i don't know your last day <laughs> um and then uh and then it's yeah the the back and forth is very very cute um and they're talking about like doing something they regret they're all like they're talking you know about themselves saying that like oh there's regretful things i you know regretful of like uh not getting the phone number of someone that you like the first time you meet them and charlie's like well that would be a tragedy um especially if the woman had blown you majorly and apparently had a boyfriend a tall good-looking dark-haired um and she's just like yeah well he's an obviously gay man in abercrombie <laughs> letters <laughs> yeah and charlie is like yeah mm, i understand i am an idiot and yeah. i should have gotten your number i think that this person is like very intellectually stimulating for jen which is what she needs they love like jen loves a back and forth and he's yeah. willing to do that with her um he's very much on her level like he's able to keep up with her with not which not everyone is yeah jen's smile is very telling in this yes yeah so excited she's just so excited for somebody that she's actually interested in and seems interested in her yeah yeah and they're like totally making sex eyes at each other this entire oh yeah Oh yeah, mm-hmm. which is so exciting because you're you, Jack's right. We haven't seen anybody that has um, shown an interest in Jen and vice versa since Henry. And yeah. Henry was a sad sack Leonardo DiCaprio wannabe. Yes, 
freaking blue. He was the worst. He was was mopey. He was sad. This guy's fun. He looks like he's going to be great. (laughs) Um, I mean, that's probably your bias showing. Obviously, my bias is very much showing. I don't Um, understand how you're like, I still think that um, James Vanderbeek is hotter than Chad Michael Murray. I don't have an explanation for you either, uh, other than the fact that I was a teenage girl and I thought he was the cutest person to ever grace this earth. And Do you still like, okay, if we had to choose a comparison between Chad Michael Murray and James Vanderbeek, do you still think that Jim, um, Chad Michael Murray is hotter in their current forms? Uh, or like, like back in the day, if I'm looking at right them. here. Right here, I still I do think Chad Michael Murray is more attractive. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't. And I, I think I it could just be it. nostalgia goggles. It really could be. Maybe I just think that I don't like. I don't like. I, and then maybe it's because I'm 33. I don't. I like my men to look like like a man. Like I don't like the pretty boys. He's not pretty. He is a pretty boy. I mean, his hair's like fluffy. How is that a pretty boy? What are you talking about? He has like very feminine features. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I like a big honking nose. I like a strong jaw. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah, I would say modern day. I'd probably go more along those same lines as you. Like, I like a beard. I like dark hair. Um. Uh. Obviously, Chad Michael Murray Murray has neither. But I really think it's because when I was a teenager, I'd such a crush on him, and so I can't see him any other way. You know, right, right. But now we we go into like a, another hot boy, I guess. Pacey. Yeah. <laughs> Were you shocked boy? to see that Pacey is kissing some random girl? He has a he has a girlfriend. Yeah, her name is Melanie. Melanie. Uh, this names. girl is this not the girl from that Ever After show? Once upon a time. It is the girl from Once Upon a Time. Or more recently, I know her from This Is Us, where she played that, like, army girl that yes. um, Justin – I don't even know the characters' names anymore. I watched This Is Us for the entire series, and as soon as it ended, every single name just flew out of my head. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle. That is her. No. Kevin. Kevin. Kevin's girlfriend. Kevin. Yes. That is her. Um, we find out he is dating some, like, rich girl um so this girl this girl mm -hmm. is the niece of the dean of worthington yeah melanie shay thompson is her name great love that three names yeah uh, all rich people have three names and dougie is in boston dougie just makes the trip to boston gotta be honest very surprised to see dougie (laughs) (laughs) hey he's still on contract we have to let him in sometimes and he's just like and here's the thing i feel like he's a little pushy here like uh apparently like dougie's just like listen it's been three three or four weeks since you got back from the caribbean like what are you doing with your life and pacey's like what the hell like i just got back i don't think three or four weeks is a very long time no and and you think about it even though he was in the sun traveling in a vacation setting he was working the whole time so he didn't have a summer vacation exactly and dougie's just like well what are you gonna do next like are you gonna stay in boston what are you doing and pacey's like no i'm waiting for there to be another job available like on another yacht to go be another deckhand um, Which I think is also respectable. It's not like he's I think so too. out of a job for six months not doing anything. He's waiting for 
another voyage to go out. Yeah, he's not, it's not like he is not wanting to work or like not yeah. trying to work. He's waiting for a job. And so Dougie's like, well, since you're here, um, I know a chef in Boston. So it's, it'd be great if you could just get a job. And Pacey's just like, absolutely not. Like, I want to go back he- out on the boat. <laughs> why does he need a job he's living on this boat which is and i think he's still technically he's watching over the boat so he's still technically working he doesn't have to pay rent he's like taking scraps from his rich girlfriend with food or whatever right. or living off of what he made like why does he need a job at this moment i think dougie is here's the thing i think dougie doesn't appreciate um like jobs that don't fit the normal like uh, descriptions like now this is a if, sociological that's what i'm saying like if if pacey was a teacher or a cop or uh worked in an office or the restaurant where there is like okay there is you have shifts you have hours set you get yeah. paychecks like you know, he understands that. He doesn't understand the life of someone who works as a deckhand who's going to have downtime in between their jobs. And yeah. I think he just wants that, like, safety net for Pacey. Like, I think he's concerned that if Pacey doesn't work for a while, he'll not want to work. And that, right. you know. Yeah, because Pacey, in their eyes, has a uh, proclivity. Is that a word? Yes. Uh, I think it sounds like a word. Sure. It sounds uh, like a word. I think it is. Proclivity. <laughs> Every single time I really yeah. want to sound smart. No, I you're really... right. That You had it exactly right. It's yeah. Proclivity. Thank you. He has a proclivity to want to um, slack off, but it's not really who Pacey is. No. I they the, His whole family has a misunderstanding of exactly who he is, but Dougie makes him promise to at least go, like, check it out. Yeah. I would say um, yeah. keep away from a kitchen PC. You don't have to work at, at a kitchen. I feel like this is like you want him to be like a dishwasher. Like this that's isn't not this is a step down from a deckhand, well, I think. That's exactly what Pacey's arguing. He's saying, like, this is I have places to go, being a dishwasher or selling shoes or doing yeah. whatever menial job that you want me to do does not equal what i'm trying to get done but exactly you're right like it's a shift it's he wants him to have like a uh a, a set job he and this is really like the freelance life right you yeah know, make your own hours uh this is what happens you have to boss. be flexible yeah, yeah. um right. so uh then we go to joey who sees <laughs> this line is so insane it like wraps up the stairs um, and she just knows she's gonna be in this line for fucking ever. You should know better. You know, okay. I don't know what time it is in the day. Maybe it's like nine o'clock. Maybe it's ten o'clock. You should have been there, Joey, at five o'clock in the morning, exactly, to get there first. This is on you, you stupid idiot. Yeah, she was too busy palling around with Dawson, and she lost track of time. Yeah, yeah. You have to stay on track. I yeah. would be there if it was me. I would be there way before the doors open. I would so be there before be the last one. day to drop classes too. That too. Guess what? Yeah. If you did this on Friday instead of Monday, then you would have gotten this done exactly. Um, in a minute. But no, so, you had to get drunk that day, didn't you? 
So Audrey and Dawson are doing their little uh, tour, which like, I'm like, where is she bringing him? Like, she's like bringing him to like the river or something. I'm telling you, this is the tour that I would totally have it's given. It's like a fucking hike. Oh, she's over here is where hike. kids make out. Over here is where you can like buy some pot. Like this yeah. is the, this is the underground this is the, tour. Yeah, this is the unofficial tour, I think. Yeah. Um, and so she asks I love Audrey she gets she gets right to the heart of the matter she doesn't bullshit around she doesn't do small talk she does big talk she says uh uh, answer the question that is on everyone's mind is USC all it's cracked up to be and Dawson says that's the question that's on everyone's mind (laughs) she's like well it's on my mind yeah this is such a Sarah thing to do yeah uh, this this is what I'm saying I would totally be like okay everybody is really really wondering this and you and I think you've done this before and you're like who's or I'm always like the people on the streets and you're like who the fuck is the people on the streets yeah what people yeah (laughs) just like Um, people and we find out from we find out that Audrey is originally from LA makes sense that yeah I think that does track yeah she's Um, just a valley girl and he says it's not entirely awful and she's like that's high praise and here's the thing this is such ridiculousness she's i bet you know someone from my high school how the fuck is this possible her name is kristen smith and dawson's like oh god i know her she's working on a short film about accosting minor celebrities in public washrooms and dawson says oh yeah she's trying to make it a feature and she changed her name to kiwi no last name just kiwi just kiwi it's um, insane to me that like oh oh you must know so- oh la is such a small town you must yeah, know this you know girl I I perspective you know how um at the end of the year you or i don't know in the graduation program it shows where everybody in your school went to college or is yes. going to college yeah i was thinking that like oh this girl from my high school i know that she was going to go to usc and she was probably going to be a film major like you must know her I know, but, but you're people, right. LA film majors, I feel like there has to be a million a, of them. A dime a dozen. Yeah. It was just very silly. But yeah, this girl's Kiwi. Um, and Dawson's just like, Yeah, I knew the film. I knew we would have like lots of posers and everything, but I it was it's really yeah. bad. Did I ever um, tell you that my fake name that I used to give people was Kiki? Very uh, subtle. Was this the name that you gave on like cruises, like the teen cruises? Yeah, yeah, yeah like or like on at hotels or like when people ask me my um. I never had a fake name. ASL. Should I have had a fake name? Yeah, I think so. What would my fake name be? Um, I don't know. Like Judith. Judith. <laughs> no, I was thinking. I don't know. Like um, I don't uh like a, a a britney do you want to be britney no i don't want to be britney my name you're is jessica who? it's already generic enough now okay you're how about you make britney? your own fake name bitch <laughs> what do you want your fake name to be oh, why do you want something me? cool and like mysterious how about like um mallory mm, mallory feels like a little bit valley girlish what about like oh. olive that's cute but nobody's name is olive Unless you're, well, maybe now people's name is Olive. I think now, I think, what if it was, it, it could be a food. I feel like it has to be a food. You would, <gasps> right. Brie, like cheese. Brie. I can see Brie. That's it. Nailed it. Brie, at your service. Um, You actually do give me the vibes of a Brie. Thank you. I'm yeah. So but are you like Brianna? Brianna? No. It's or just, are you just Brie? It's just Brie. Brie. Just Brie. Okay. 
Yeah. Right. I like I'll a single it. syllable name. I think it's fun. It's strong. It's strong. Like Brie, done. No extra <laughs> syllables. That's um my fiance's boss's name. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, she's kind of mean, but oh. kind of nice. Well, good. I feel she's, like same energy. She's, I think she's a Gemini. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it tracks. Um, yeah. So uh, Audrey is just like, you know what? Like, I love Audrey here. She, like, psychoanalyzes people, but she doesn't keep it in. She immediately spits it back out at them. And she's just like, you know what? People who love college don't fly across the country to see their friends in October. In October, and Dawson, yeah. Yeah, and Dawson's like, I'm homesick. She's like, Dawson, this isn't your home. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, home is we're gitches and baby lily yeah but for him the home is where his friends are which is here oh that's such that's actually a sweet sentiment yeah and i love how she like gives him a little uh a little clementine as they're having this little combo oh you know i love a clem (laughs) you do love a clem you love a little cutie um and he says it's a curse to have all these friends like if you know what if i (laughs) if i didn't have friends i wouldn't have nobody to miss and it's like the fuck is wrong with you dawson what a flex. It's a curse to have so many friends. I'm so, I have so many I'm friends. So popular. So popular. <laughs> yeah. Except I the fact that if he like... was popular in LA, he wouldn't be here right now. That's very true. Do you think that the issue is that everyone's bullying him? I think the issue is that everyone wants to make like really shitty lowbrow films and he's like, oh, my films are so much better and dramatic. Yeah. However, every film that he's made is absolute fucking shit. Exactly. I just think he didn't. That AI Brooks film. That was great. I think Dawson's view of Hollywood is like old Hollywood and (sighs) her actual Hollywood is much like dirtier and like uh simpler and blockbusters that's what it is everyone wants to make blockbusters it's all about the pop and sizzle and he is not about the pop and sizzle he wants to go to the Cannes film festival he wants to yeah like an upper crust type of thing exactly bruce upper crust (laughs) no brad uh from the Bradley goofy movie. Crust, I think yeah. is what it was. Bradley, yeah, from, from the goofy, goofy movie, movie that we just recorded. Please check that yeah, out. Go check it out with Karen. Yeah. Uh yeah, freaking Bradley Uppercrust. Um, yeah. So uh so they have this like very cute conversation eating some cuties. And meanwhile, uh Pacey dresses up to go to this restaurant, and we see we get some new characters here. We have Danny the chef, and he's talking to these two waitresses, um, and he's having them check out the the special it's rabbit ravioli and a butter sage sauce would never eat that i would never eat a bunny rabbit i would never eat a bunny no i feel like i would be traumatized by that yeah yeah so then danny says push the fish and then they said on monday now i don't know what that means but does that mean that you shouldn't order fish from a restaurant on a monday because it's not as fresh yeah i think that's the deal like if it's a special like a lunch special the next day that it was just leftovers from the day before or something so So when's the fresh fish they get them on saturday i guess so then probably on the hot nights right like the hot nights to go out meet or saturday and friday saturday to me that means that you shouldn't get fish on like fridays or thursdays i maybe i'm never getting fish anyway so i guess i don't have to worry about this i love a salmon Mm, no not for me 
don't like it yeah i love how pacey just comes in and he's like yeah i'll eat anything that's free yeah he's like sure i'll eat this yeah and then he <laughs> picks it up with his hands he says he's never exactly eaten thumper before so he has nothing to judge it ew <laughs> yeah i wouldn't i just i don't want to eat bunnies to be honest with you so Danny's like, oh, so who are you? The new dishwasher? And Pace is like, no, 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 no. I'm, not, I, I'm not a dishwasher. I'm a deckhand. Yeah. And he finds out. So this is Danny is the guy he's looking for. And he's like, oh, you're the chef. And Danny says, I prefer cook. <laughs> yeah. Which. OK, hold on. Number one, Pacey can't figure out that this is fucking Danny. He has his name. I know. On his shirt on his apron thing so that's number one pacey this is getting to college because i think it's, it's because he's, he's too like okay because danny gives off like super chill vibes and i feel like pacey would be like oh he's a chef like he's fancy and he's like serious yeah, yeah. but danny is very like uh he's fun yeah now and then so very true and i i i do like what we're getting here i think that this is very interesting because this is kind of like a mentor that i think that pacey needs a la a mr brooks for a dawson yeah however i've never heard a chef say that they want to be called a cook instead i haven't either i reached i watched the show the bear on hulu and yes. so now i consider myself to be an expert um oh, and great. it's all about yes chef no chef there's mm -hmm. no cook in there yeah, cook. A cook feels like what you would call someone if they worked at like a like a dingy hole in the wall place right. that's like crappy. Right. Exactly. It's kind of like the equivalent of I I've never given a shit about this, but in my profession, people get very offended if you call them interior decorators versus oh, instead of design instead of designers. That's fair because interior decorators, you're decorating the space. You're not designing things for the exactly. space. I exactly. I feel like that tracks. So it's kind of the equivalent. Like nobody's ever said I would rather be called a interior decorator instead right. but, of a designer. But this guy, I think we get the vibes that like, first of all, he's chatting with the waitresses and yeah. he has a baseball cap on instead oh, of so like he's a chef not pretentious. Hat. Yeah, he's not pretentious at all. And so he's trying to convince he's not really even trying to convince Pacey. He's just like, hey, you're the dishwasher. And Pacey's just like, no, like I'm here as a favor to my brother. Like, can you just tell him I dropped by and give the job to someone else? um yeah. and danny is like not he's he's conning pacey basically he's not even trying to get pacey to work for him he's yeah. just like oh i just heard that you needed a job so you know what <laughs> if you want to be out there and you want to go off on a yacht by all means fine but yeah. i'm the dishwasher so if if you're not the guy then like get out of here you don't look like you need a job yeah yeah i love the line you look like a guy who doesn't need a job and pacey's like hey you're right and pacey seems like very impressed by this like you know what yeah. you're right i don't need the job and i think it's like very much like reverse psychology happening yeah i think so too who is this danny folk do we know him uh like the actor yeah he looks a little familiar he does but... kind of look familiar he looks kind of one of like those guys who's in like a bunch of crap as like a yeah. one-off character yeah i didn't totally. recognize him from anything yeah now we're back in uh charlie's bedroom yeah, he has lots of books, lots of CDs. I'm seeing an electric guitar. He has an axe on his wall. I don't know what that's oh. about, but I'm intrigued. Oh, that's by a little it. weird. Yeah, it's a double-sided axe. Like uh he he has a lot of oddities here. He also has uh a 
a roll of paper towels and i just say what are you doing with that sir clean up you know put that back into the kitchen um but yeah jen is like listen you're trying a little bit too hard you have like all these like feminist move like books and he's yeah. like i'm in a feminist class and he's she's like oh so you can meet women and he's like not everything is a conspiracy <laughs> <laughs> um but uh but yeah so he's trying to find this dolly parton um, yes cd yes oh my gosh just did you know that the famous whitney houston song i will always love you is actually dolly parton song i absolutely did not really um, it is and it really is and i agree with charlie here i it is very very um uh the original recording of i will always love you by dolly parton is so good because there's a little country twang to it and also it's just like from the heart like whatever dolly was saying you can just feel like or hear that she was well, really feeling it yeah obviously dolly is a legend right yeah. like I, I i i'll have to listen to it after i yeah. meant to listen to it after i watched the episode but i'll have to go listen to the yeah the, the vocal chops of course like nobody can beat whitney houston like of the course. power that she brings however the dolly parton song is a classic so if anyone hasn't listened to it you should yeah and i do love i just i love the way charlie talks because again it's not pretentious at all he says after you listen to the song you'll know for the first time in your entire life what it means not to suck um oh, and yeah. i i kind of like how it's not again in dawson's creek a lot of these um teens talk like they're like 50 you know what i mean they have like yes. a very um you know uh, expansive vocabulary and i just love that charlie keeps it very simple he's like your universe is going to turn upside down you're going to know what it's like not to suck like it's just very simple but i like it right yes uh teenagers say the word suck yeah they don't say you sucketh exactly uh and so yeah so charlie says that like because jen is like well i can't believe you like country music and charlie's like i like all kinds of music um and he said and he calls her cynical and close-minded um he says it's probably one of those upper middle class heavy television freaky bat girls that drive around town in their father's old volvo um and jen says i come from a small town i like to knit and i live with my grandmother have we ever seen jen knit ever we have actually when i don't remember um she was knitting uh in the episode where they had the naming shower oh you're right you're right yes we did okay so we have seen her now because that yeah. line kind of came out of nowhere for me but you're right we have seen no, it. it tracks actually it sadly tracks yeah um and they start kissing and then it's like whoa immediately like make out city baby yeah I love to see it yeah yeah i i really am excited for this i love that jen went for it she's the one that kissed him first yes because she just can't help herself like you know what after this long of being like sexually frustrated and dealing with boys like henry she finally meets someone who like meets meets her where she is and she's just yeah. like gotta have him yeah so very exciting to see that um we switch back to joey on the line and she's talking to dawson and dawson's giving the lowdown and is basically like yeah i've been with audrey all day and then instantly joey is jealous yeah she's like i thought you were taking the tour and he says i am uh and she looks very upset until uh dawson and audrey are like right there um and uh and yeah so he's like oh audrey was the tour guide and joey's like audrey is the tour guide 
And oh, and now I understand. Okay, I thought she I thought she was like joking about the whole thing the whole time. But Audrey says the pace sucks, but it allows me to combine two of my passions, performing in front of a small audience and getting strangers to fall in love with me. <laughs> love that Again, for you. Very Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I only play to a small audience, to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> um, and so uh, Joey asked Audrey to like hold her spot in line. Um, and Joey's just like, oh, you spent your entire morning with her? And he's like, yeah, I like her. She's so easy to talk to. And I'm like, Joey, she read between the lines. Dawson is saying you're difficult to have a conversation with, girl. Yes. Like, read between the lines, please. Yes, exactly. And I love Audrey when when Dawson talks about her. He, like, smiles at Audrey and she does this, like, cute little wave. Yeah, um, I like that. I like that Audrey was giving eyes to the guy in front of her and then his girlfriend, like, smacks him. And she rolls her eyes. That was so <laughs> funny. The tiny things that Busy Phillips is doing as Audrey – so working for me because me too. It's, some of it is not in the script some of it is like body language and stuff like that and I just think again two episodes in I, we know Audrey you know yeah yeah she, her character is very defined and that's only work that busy Phillips does herself exactly exactly um so so yeah so Do joey of course is freaking out she's just like oh she's flirting with you she flirts with everybody animal vegetable mineral and dawson again i love this version of dawson he's chill he's so chill he's like yeah it's great uh, <laughs> yeah he's like i got a kick out of her she's fun and i love that like she just like huffs away and then Audrey, like, gives her this look, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. And, like, grabs Dawson and, like, is like, rolls her eyes towards Joey. Like, this girl is too much and just goes off. She's fun. And that's exactly what Dawson is saying. Like, she's fun. She's lighthearted. Like, you know, not everything is so serious. Yeah, because Dawson is trying to have this conversation with Joey of like, we need to finish the conversation we started, but Joey isn't interested. She's like, we had a great weekend. I don't want to spoil it. And so she's like, you know what? Maybe you should go spend some time with Jack and Jen. I'm going to be busy, like standing in this freaking line forever. And yeah, I love, I love Audrey just being like, okay, bye. <laughs> she's like, all right. She doesn't even say, hey, do you want us to stay with you or anything while no. you wait? Nope. No, we're going. We have shit to do. Yeah, we're out of here. Um, so Joey finally, finally gets to the head of the line and the person is just like, um, Oscar Wilde doesn't teach everything. <laughs> yeah. He's been dead since uh, the 1800s. Joey's so pissed. Yeah. I'm, once again, I would be too. I would, be I mean, livid. yeah, the professor wasted her time, but also it's her own damn fault for not looking at the paper. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we're at this, we're at a fancy restaurant, a, a which, different fancy restaurant. Yes. Which is confusing. And it is confusing because I definitely for a while thought it was Danny's restaurant. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought that he left and then wound up at the same restaurant, but I'm pretty sure it's a different restaurant. Yeah, it's the same. Who cares? Oh well, they're wearing hats in the background. I know I can't tell. Um, it just, yeah, but they are, they're like having this, like, uh, Pacey and Melanie are having this conversation. Um, and Melanie's like, what do you have against nice restaurants and he's like i hate places like this like this is not this is not this isn't a pacey place pacey is no. much more like a laid-back type of a uh, burger establishment exactly this is too but, fancy for him yeah but it seems like this is the type of place that she frequents and that she likes and she wants to be here so um 
and basically this is where we learn that he met her on the cruise on the yacht because her uncle is uh the dean the dean right right um and uh and yeah and he's just like so they're like okay well we should get out of here and she pays the check and he's like why are you paying the check and she says well you don't have a job and he's like neither do you she's like yeah but i have a credit card an allowance a trust fund like do you want me to pretend like i don't what excuse me what oh i was gonna say she like she says like i kind of okay part of me likes that melanie is like listen i have all these things i'm not gonna pretend that i don't have those things yeah um but melanie the way melanie talks is a little like pretentious where she says like when your ship comes in you could take me out for gumbo but until then get with the times this is what debutants do for their cute slacker boyfriends well, I really, this is what legally blondes do yeah i kind of hate that she calls him a slacker like well yes it's not i don't know again we're we we obviously melanie is new to us and we've known pacey for many seasons by this point but it from what pacey's saying it's like he's not just slacking he's waiting for his next job opportunity and yeah. i don't know i don't know the ins and outs of like the whole um deckhand situation like it does he need to be present for that because like could he get a job in the meantime and still have the opportunity or is it similar to like an acting type of thing where like you have to be available for auditions and whatever whatever right not quite sure but i think that that is the moment that i was like no melanie's not the girl because he's not a slacker and once again all we've spoken about this for a lot of seasons everybody perceives pacey a certain type of way but that's not really how pacey is but everyone keeps telling pacey he's a slacker or a loser or stupid or all these words that make pacey feels like he's less than and of course melanie is well-intentioned she doesn't want him to spend money that he doesn't have and she wants to take care of it and you know she's not trying to be mean but it's it just comes with the the privilege of she's of money of status and it almost is like oh i'm dating this guy to like make my mommy and daddy mad because i'm not dating the guy from you know from the ivy leagues or whatever you know what i mean you're exactly right and it's like i i would have liked this a little bit better if if melanie wasn't like a girlfriend for PC if he was just like dating around almost but yeah but yeah Melanie we're out on Melanie um, out on Melanie she's not the one no um yeah we also learned that this girl goes to she's like in pre-law or no she's not in pre-law she's in law school she's in law school yeah um and then we get Jen waking up naked next yes. to Charlie yeah yeah um, freaking out freaking out she's like why did you let me fall asleep i'm i'm late uh and uh and he's like i wasn't aware we were keeping some sort of vigil (laughs) yeah Um, apparently she has to get back to see grams because there's it's it's probably sunday dinner yeah she says i'm late for dinner yeah Yeah. i have friends coming over i'd wear my shoes uh and she's like yeah i live with my grandmother he's like oh i thought you were kidding and then she says can i borrow your shoes i'm like girl his shoes are not gonna fit you they're gonna look like clown shoes what are you talking about <laughs> why is she okay what just calm down and look for your own shoes it's not like they walked out 
yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, it, no, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> she's, it's probably because she's looking for actual shoes, but in reality, she was wearing sandals. And she's like, I can't see the sandals. Where's my flip-flops? I need to clunk around and watch, uh, walk pigeon toed all the way home. Yeah. Uh, and so he's just like, uh, he's like, you know what? Um, he's like, I met you. I liked you. You liked me. We had sex. Like, can you appreciate that? Like, this was a really great day and I don't want to have to go out and start the process all over again. And she's just like smitten. She's a little smitten kitten here. Yeah. That line did it for her for sure. Yeah. And she's just like, okay. Um, yeah, and so they like then they kiss and then it's like oh well now she's gonna be really late for freaking uh for dinner with Grams. Well, you know, Grams could relax. It's totally Jack could take care of it. It's fine. Um yeah, so let's go to a quick ad break uh before we get into the rest of the episode. We gotta still talk through Joey's revelation here with Professor Wilde. We will be right back. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. And we're back. Uh, let's go back to Joey here. She's going to go give freaking Oscar Wilde a piece of her mind. <laughs> Hot professor, how dare you write the wrong name on my paper? I'm just trying to drop your class. Yeah, this is hilarious. And he's just like, he's just like, it was funny. And she's just like, no, I wasted my whole morning on that line. And he's like, I'm sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> and most of my afternoon um so yeah it's it's so funny uh and uh and yeah he's just like we're having so much fun and he's like okay you don't maybe you're not having any fun (laughs) yeah so basically he says i like you whenever i see a student that can actually uh use grammar properly i get very excited and i saw potential in you and i wanted you to stay in the class and she's like well you know that's no excuse and he they, they kind of have like this little back and forth. He obviously thinks that he's being funny. She obviously thinks that he is not being funny. And essentially he's like, you know, college is challenging. It's not like high school. Um, you're and he he calls her out, like, you're freaking out and you want to drop the class because you're currently getting a C in my class and you're used to getting A's. Yeah, yeah. And like it's true. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Uh it's very true. Um like it's like if you weren't he even asks like if you weren't getting a c would you be dropping this class and she's like no probably not and um and yeah he's just like you know what like and i i guess like this is fair i think i see both sides right like in his mind you're learning and if you're learning it's okay if you're not getting like a's but -hmm. for joey i mean i think she got a scholarship right so i'm sure she has to maintain a certain grade point average even even like besides the fact that it's going to really bother her if she's not getting a good grade. Um, so like if I, if I was Joey, I would do the same thing. If I was doing poorly in a class and I didn't want it to affect my grade point average, I would drop it. But I think for him, like he's looking at it from more of a 
global view, like a macro view of like, yeah. if you are learning something, that's what's important. And, um, and he's like, you know what? And so he says, you know what? Write it down. What you said made no sense. But if you can make sense of it on that page, I will let you go chase this boy of yours. And so he gives her one of those little blue books. We all remember the blue books. Oh, yeah. Um, To go write it down. And she's like, this is so unfair. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So basically, I guess for her extra credit, now she needs to write this story. Yes. Um, how are you feeling about Professor Wilder at this point? Uh, I mean, like, fine. Like, I think that's fun to have a young, cool professor. But I also kind of get, like, weird vibes where it's like, yeah, you're getting a little too involved in your student right now. Like, why do you give a shit if she yeah. stays or not? No, like, I, I don't think that they're going to do the whole teacher student uh thing again but yeah. i think like there's kind of this trope that like college professors are more on your level and are cool and like you know have a more unique sense of uh teaching and i i you know i i don't know if like i really need that type of trope in this but we'll see we'll see what comes out of it i you know you and i were also getting weird vibes with jen and the dr frost or whatever his name is and nothing came from that so yeah yeah no oh my god yes 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 you're right um yeah he very much reads to me as someone who like gets invested in his students and like if he sees potential in a student he like wants to push them um so, like, yeah, I think it could be good and bad, right? Like, sometimes he does things that really would bother me as a student um, because yeah. I know I would have been a similar student to Joey in terms of, like, I need to get an A, you know? Um, yeah. But I'm intrigued to see where he's going to go moving forward. Um, meanwhile, Audrey and Dawson are standing on the top of this, like, bell tower, and they have a gorgeous view of the campus. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, this is definitely the best part of the underground uh tour uh they talk a little bit about people um taking their lives off of this tower but i kind of like how audrey's like this is what college is supposed to be like this is the look like this is it nothing can beat it like not la not anywhere yeah yeah exactly and she says this is what a, cam a campus looks like um and uh and i do love uh he says so this is where people go to kill themselves and she's like yeah usually before the lsats or sometimes people just make out do you wanna and he goes <laughs> yeah so funny and i love once again i love that uh dawson just smiles and laughs at like how yeah. like preposterous this all is and he i love how he's like yeah sure and then i once again i i i really like the fact that she's like no you can't do that like um joey's my friend even though she refuses to admit it and i just think that that was so fun like i've never really seen dawson like joke around like that yeah yeah especially because he's like yeah and she's like no uh she's like joey would deny it with every last breath of her body but she's my friend at least she's going to be and i don't think she would like that too much no um and i love dawson saying i wish uh, i could be half as sure about that as you are 
Um, like I do, I just love, like, she's so candid. Um, yeah. like I just, I don't know. I really appreciate it's refreshing her for somebody to be so honest and open. Well, because we've, we've said this for fucking five seasons now, Joey and Dawson speak riddles around each other. And yep. for someone who is so blunt and like fun, this is the energy we needed. Again, I've said this last episode. I'll say it again. Andy is what we needed in season two. We needed that mm-hmm. infusion of fresh energy. We needed Jack as a best friend for Jen. Um, we needed that at that moment. Audrey is what we need right now. Audrey is yep. our savior. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yep. I all know I'm being hyperbolic, but like Audrey is our savior. We need her. All praise um, Audrey, yeah. our queen. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So they're talking about the campus and how much uh they love it. And so yeah. So Dawson says like, oh, I got I got fired from that job. Um, and Audrey Which- says, oh, that's one last thing tying you to LA. Yeah. Like, I love Audrey so subtly, like, poke, 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 move to Boston, poke, poke, poke. <laughs> yep. Do you think that um, Dawson told Joey that he quit the job? No. Uh, I think I think that for him, I think he was so excited about the internship and she was so excited for him and he got fired. And I feel like it's so embarrassing, right? Like, I feel yeah. like he wouldn't want to let her know that. I think... If I had to guess, it feels very much like this is a weekend about like fun and us and having a good time. He doesn't want to spoil it is what my assumption would be. I just I don't understand the point of wanting to be in a relationship where you have zero ability to be honest and to communicate with them because you you two can be, you know, great friends and have a history together. But if you can't talk to your partner, then what are you doing there? Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I'm with you. I think like if you're that close with Joey, you should be able to tell her the truth and like, you know, hopefully she'd be able to help you feel better about it, you know? Um, So Joey is back with Professor Wilder. Uh, He's reading the paper she wrote and he just says, oh, I not bad. Like we may have just discovered major failing in life and art. Um, And he says, "Um, you obviously know how to separate what matters and what doesn't. Um, And Joey Joey very much is like projecting in this moment because mm-hmm. she's just like, you probably think I'm like wimping out, but I know my limits. Like I'm trying to do everything at once. I'm in this like really like bizarre environment. I'm all alone. Uh, I'm afraid of getting a C because I've made so many sacrifices and not just she's made sacrifices, everyone around her. Right. Like Sarah, think about it from Joey's perspective of like Dawson just gave me all this money to spend on my education. Yes. I cannot get a C and essentially waste his money. That's a very good point that I actually didn't even think about because she names, well, she says her friends, but she names her mom, her father, her sister, but she doesn't directly mention Dawson. And that's a really good point. You know, she's on here, not only by scholarship from the school, because remember, she is partially on scholarship for the school. So if she doesn't maintain her scholarship, then she can't be there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So she feels like um, her mom, I'm sure she feels like my mom is like wanted this for me. My dad is like in jail. And the reason he's in jail was because he was selling drugs, which like maybe has nothing to do with her, but also he was trying to like provide for his family type of thing. Like Bessie has sacrificed a lot to like raise me to get me in this position. And she's so nervous about screwing it up that she's not willing to like 
look past the sea that she has currently. Yeah. Um, and he says, well, it sounds, and I love this. I, Sarah, I do think this is slightly shading. Like what you said earlier, where he says, it sounds like you have a lot of in interesting stories to tell. I feel like subtly he's like, maybe you should have wrote about that rather than that stupid <laughs> kiss with Dawson. <laughs> your life is so interesting. Why are you wasting all of your breath on this man? Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, so he puts the paper down and he leaves and we see that she got an A minus on it. And I like this, like Sarah, I think it's great that she, she didn't get like a full A, but she got an A minus, which is like still very, very good. Yeah, that's much better. Now, does that replace the C or does that, is that in addition to the C? I thought it replaced it. Yeah, but... I would have assumed so, but who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I liked this scene. I think like, it's nice that we're getting kind of again i don't know if this is uh if this is like reflective of how the community the college experience actually is um i guess we're at an ivy league university so it could be very different there than other universities but i don't know i really liked this i thought like getting joey to understand that it's not all about grades and that like it's about learning as well um yeah. i really liked that and we see her walk out she goes to a garbage can and she um like sees that he did sign the drop form um but she chucks it in the garbage can what a so waste of a committed. day well actually maybe not maybe it's not a waste of a day because i think these are lessons that she needed to learn mm -hmm. but still I, I just think i mean obviously you and i would just be so pissed off that my your whole entire day where like dawson is leaving in a, a matter of minutes you know, it's just, it is a waste of a little bit of a waste of time. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Pacey returns to the restaurant and I love how Danny's like, oh, you back for the dinner tasting? <laughs> like, um, no, definitely not. And, uh, and yeah, so Pacey is criticizing him. He's like, how do you sleep at night? You're charging people $25 a head for this stuff. It's just a pork chop and you're drizzling sauce on it. Who cares? And they're talking about potatoes. Um, and he says, you add one of those little French fried potatoes to the mashed potatoes. And it's apparently a Beaufret potato. Listen, I don't know. Some fancy shit. Um, I don't, it sounds a little, yeah, you're right. It sounds a little fancy. But, uh, but yeah, Pacey's just like, you know what? This is stupid. When I was, Pacey is that guy who goes like, when I was on the boat, when I was on the yacht, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's all yeah. he's going to be talking about. Yeah, that's like the best thing that ever happened to him besides true love and I guess getting Joey. And it's like his his personality now is the boat. Yeah, yeah. His entire personality is the boat. Um, And uh, he's just like, this is stupid. Like we would get the same food that he served the bosses. Uh, It was just the food was like stacked higher and had a little thingy on it when you served it to the fancy people. Um, Danny says, my chefs don't serve the good food to the little people. It cuts into their profit margin. Mm. Uh, and Pacey is just like, this is elitist crap. You know, like, he uh, hates yeah, this. Pacey. Tell me something I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so they have, like, this very, like, fun back and forth. Um, and Pacey's like, you don't want me washing your dishes. I'm too valuable a commodity. This feel felt very un um like unbelievable because Danny is just like, you know what? If you show up on time and you're clean and you could have pretty much any job you want around here. Even and I'm just mine. like, yeah. And I'm like, 
just met this guy. I think the point the point is is that Danny's saying if you work hard you can get anywhere, which is true. Um, but Pacey says, "What do you say?" He said that I like filleted fish all summer. Like I don't need. Yeah, he knows how to clean and cut and cook a fish. He can dice. You know, he's like, since I could do all that, I'm sure I can like dice some tomatoes up. Sure, but also you need to know techniques. And also the thing about kitchens is that a lot of the times you do work from the bottom exactly um so they end their conversation and pacey heads outside and he runs into one of the waitresses that we saw earlier um and uh and yeah he says oh hey new guy he says yeah uh so she's smoking and i okay so i didn't work in like the restaurant industry but i did work in like the fast food industry and what she says is so freaking accurate that everyone that works in that industry smokes because they get 10 times the number of breaks. This is so freaking true. It hurts that like people would take smoke breaks constantly. And the non-smokers were fucked because they didn't smoke. So they couldn't take these yeah. like smoke breaks, you know? So everyone yeah. smokes just so they can get the fuck away from there for five minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure. I, I've heard of this debate before about how non-smokers get um less breaks than smokers obviously we and also it, it contributes to uh company culture i'm thinking back to that friends episode where rachel feels like she has to smoke at ralph lauren because yes yes everybody's hanging out and that's where all like the real decisions get made so like rachel has to pretend like she has to take up smoking essentially so that she can get involved and like get invited to these things um it's definitely uh, an interesting culture um but pacey's like it kills uh and she's like you're right so she hands over her cigarettes and is saying to her uh or says to pacey if i ask for these back don't give them to me yes yeah um which is very funny like oh yeah don't don't let me have these uh i'm gonna quit soon the job not the cigarettes (laughs) (laughs) um and he says danny seems pretty nice and she says yeah he thinks he's a rock star um which i guess yeah like i could see that like danny does seem a little bit like he seems how i don't know how you could be both down to earth and a little full of yourself at the same time (laughs) but but if there's anybody that can do it is somebody who's a head chef especially someone that looks that young yeah he's head cook sarah he doesn't say chef excuse excuse me excuse me he's like it's like he pretends he's not pretentious but like he secretly is a little pretentious yeah i mean totally and i think that once again somebody who is so young who has their own business who um has a successful restaurant like there has to be some level of confidence to be able to pull all of that off yeah oh and he's a he has a wife and like yeah he he's married he's, does he have a kid did he say that um i don't remember i know he I definitely, know, definitely said he a had a wife yeah and pacey says i can't believe you got somebody who married who would marry you what yes. a sauce yeah yeah and then also uh, danny is like you have a much better personality well no he said sense of humor than yeah your brother yeah. oh oh and that's where we learn that um uh, that's how danny Danny gets arrested every weekend in Cape Side. Yes, yes. And that's how he knows Doug. That's really funny. And yeah, so there's def- definitely there have they have more in common than like Doug and Danny do. Yeah. 
Um, Once again, really excited for Pacey to kind of have like a mentor, somebody that yes. he can look up to and you know, somebody, they, they both have that like edgy coolness about them that, you know, that they're not going to be the type of people that are, that, that winds up having a traditional life. Yeah. Yeah um so so yeah so audrey the rack in the dorms and joey runs into audrey uh and she's like hey where's dawson and audrey says he's gone uh he left and <laughs> audrey says he was tired of you yanking his chain or you know not yanking it as the case may be uh he said he was an idiot for wasting all this time to come visit you uh when there are a zillion perfectly nice girls at usc who would kill to go out with him and joey asks are you on drugs maybe yeah but okay so <laughs> so apparently at first i was like okay she's like definitely joking and she, he's probably just back at the dorm room but then that she was like joking about like 90 percent of it but in reality he really did leave to go to the airport that's how i felt too i was like oh she's totally yanking her chain and like she's he's actually in the dorm room but she, then she says, like, oh, no, I spent, like, the whole day defending you. I said it was a woman's right to be mysterious and difficult. The good <laughs> ones always are. You and I have that in common. But he wouldn't listen to me. He said he was going back to California and never coming back. No matter how many pathetic, drunken messages you accidentally leave on his voicemail. And so she's like, where is he? And Audrey says, the airport. Go. And I'm like, okay, Audrey, like, you can't just waste her time with this whole monologue about this and then tell her to rush. Like, you wasted five minutes of her time with this conversation. <laughs> yeah. oh and I, God. oh my gosh, the way that she's like, go is so dramatic, too. Like, go, go. Yeah. It's very much like rom-com of like, you have to run and catch him before he gets on the plane. But it's so um anticlimactic because then when Joey actually gets there, we just see them sitting and talking. There's no like running. <laughs> there's no well, catching. Yeah, just but but everybody's boarding. So it is like the time is now. Yeah um and so she asked like oh did you get to say goodbye and he's like yeah jack but jen jen wasn't there um but he says it must be nice having them around all the time and she's like yeah it's having it's like a little safety net you know or family um and uh and yeah so they're like getting up to board and um joey says i was upset because i spent the entire weekend thinking you heard everything i said and that you came anyway and that you understood me and i love dawson saying as long as i live i will never understand you <laughs> it's so funny but then again like what are we doing here then what's the yeah point? yeah um it is it is ridiculous uh he says like i you know i wake up to this morning to find out the girl that was so upset i couldn't come actually like you know uh just wanted me like away from her um and she says i never said it was going to be easy this whole conversation is so ridiculous uh and like <sighs> joey frustrates me because she never just says what she's feeling never she doesn't and know how it's infuriating like Dawson says tell me one thing you know and she says I know I wanted you here at the end of the day when I got back to my room I wanted you there and he asks why and she's like I don't know I don't know why I just know I wanted you there and I'm like oh god yeah, I so mean annoying. I you know I wish that Dawson could be like well it's not even Dawson I just wish that whatever she wants to say even if it's sloppy even though even if it's not politically correct or the nicest thing or sounds messy i just wish that she was just able to say whatever 
was on her mind without overthinking it and 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 backtracking and overthinking you know like i just wish that she was whatever she wants to say just say it even if it's sloppy yeah exactly that's oh my god yes sarah yes yes that is spot on okay so that is i am very much a person who for better or for worse i don't overanalyze everything I say I just say what I'm feeling I'm honest with yeah. like my thoughts and feelings and that is something that I get very frustrated with when like someone is trying to like perfect everything they say before they say it yeah uh, simply because I'm not a patient person and I just I'd rather you just tell me what you're feeling and not have it be perfectly worded or like yeah maybe there's a misunderstanding and we figure it out Joey that's why Joey frustrates me so much as a character because she'd never it's like girl you're intelligent like you're self-aware you know why you wanted him here you're just like either scared or like i don't know you can't fully admit or, it to yourself or you're right like she's trying to find the perfect way to word what she wants to say but it wastes so much time because there is no perfection in emotions it's so raw and it's you there it's just impossible so it, i just want her to be like whatever it is just blab it out and we'll figure it out together we can pick up the pieces like even exactly if it's a disaster like we can pick up the pieces afterwards and yeah. it's just so it's so frustrating you just see because joey's working against herself here yeah that's a, and and dawson i think dawson has finally reached his breaking point too where yeah. he's annoyed with it because okay if i'm dawson i flew across the country to see you you didn't tell me about this message. Like, I feel like Joey should be smart enough to realize that there's no way he could have got that message in time, but yeah. whatever. And like, he's just like, now we, I've been here for two fucking days. And now when I'm about to board my plane, we're having this conversation. Like this matters. Like, uh, he, he says, maybe th that's the ending we're supposed to have. Maybe every other attraction is just like a fear of growing up or fear of moving on. I don't know what to do, but I know if I get on this plane, I'm not going to find out. We're going to move on. We're going to grow up four years from now. We're going to be complete strangers to each other. And he says, I don't want that to happen. Do you? And like, why is she pausing for so long before she <laughs> says, of course not bitch like then say that right away don't have hesitation you know yeah because then you're just putting doubt in dawson's mind exactly and so she says no of course not like it's just i don't know i just think that like she hesitates for such a long time and then like i don't know dawson like that's all dawson needs to hear though is like dawson needs like because the door was shut right he needs the teeniest, tiniest crack in the yeah. door to yeah. be like, okay, I will, I will stay. And he sets his bag down and they just sit back down to chat. And she like has like the teeniest smile on her face in this whole thing of like, oh, I got what I want. Okay, good. He's not leaving. I know, <laughs> but it's always so aggravating because it kind of reminds me in the last episode of last season where um, he's basically saying, I need you to ask me to stay. In a way, and yeah. she doesn't until the night before, where he's packing his shit up to go to California. It's you, you stop asking for things in the ninth hour. He's about to go right onto that yeah. plane. It's all very reactionary. Like it's yeah. all very like um, 
you know, there's no real thought. It's just no. like very last minute, like you said. And that's not fair to Dawson. Oh my God, I can't mm -mm. believe I'm defending Dawson right now. And it's Dawson's not fair to Dawson. Fine. He's fine. Yeah. He's it's just like you can't expect everything from him. Like it's it's not it's just not fair. Like you can't he he has a life too that he's trying yeah. to go back to and you're making it so much harder for him. Yeah. And it's she's making it hard for herself as well. She's it's yeah. it's it's almost like she's treading water instead of moving forward. So she's wasting all of her energy just treading water. But if she was able to communicate yeah. and just move forward, then you're exerting the same amount of energy of getting the emotions out, but at least you're moving forward. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's the end of our episode. So it seems as though, Sarah, staying. your prediction seems to be coming true where Dawson is not interested in going back to California. Well, Took him to, two episodes. shit's over there. His laptop is over there. He has to get He at least has to go get everything. <laughs> he has yeah. to go home and get yeah. his laptop. But what do you think is going to happen? Is he going to get into Worthington? Like, how is he going to continue? Or is he going to go? Well, we don't know where Jen and Jack are going. I guess he could go to whatever college they're going to. Well, there's plenty of university in Boston, but the thing is is that you can't just transfer in the middle of a semester no, i think that he's gonna right. have to play out the rest of the semester and come well, how over. is he gonna get classes like they're all already filled up and that's what i'm saying like you that. can't yeah. just transfer in the middle unless he he's gonna have to transfer a second semester unless he just ditches school and then takes the rest of the semester off yeah so I think that he's going to have to play out. He's going to have to go back to California. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have play to out see the what's going to happen. Semester. You have to apply to other universities. If he um, deferred or like, you know, got into schools in Boston and didn't take the opportunity, he has to reach out to them. Like there's logistical stuff unless Dawson's Creek is going to be like, F.A., you can just transfer mid-semester and not give a crap and whatever. Who knows? The sh the sh I wouldn't put it past the show, obviously, so we'll see what yeah, happens Logistically, there. that's not – that can't be right. But I do like what this episode set up, right? Like, I think yeah. – we didn't get a ton from Jack, so more we'll have to wait, I'm sure, another episode to see, like, more about him and, like, what he's going to end up doing. But we got some forward momentum on Jen. Um, We got Joey and Dawson, like, having a little thing. We find out Pacey is, like, at least seemingly going to be staying in Boston for the time being. So now he's in town. It's only a matter of time before they, like, people besides Jen know he's in town. Oh, yeah. Um, we're, he's going to be found. When? How many episodes do you think? Hmm. I, I think episode five episode five he's found out okay yeah. um so we do have some feedback to get to would you like to hear a voicemail from temmy yeah let's review some of the musical references on this show i thought of andy uh in season two episode eight she mentions madonna to Pacey in, in the lunchroom about how Madonna can reinvent herself every week. And then she later has the important line that heroes are made, not born, when she's trying to inspire Pacey. It's one of the things you mentioned when you discussed the differences between Andy and Pacey versus Andy, or sorry, Andy and Pacey versus uh, Joey and Pacey. Um, Joey brought Dawson, the John Lennon Imagine poster, when he was reconsidering um, filmmaking in season three, their joint song 
daydream believer <laughs> joey in season one singing on my own which you both thought was a bad performance <laughs> probably yeah and um dawson and andy they had the blues and now in this episode charlie mentions dolly parton's i will always love you which uh at the end of that song it's she kind of speaks the some of the uh lines which is a very interesting listen if you've never heard it before um and if you say the word the the numbers 90108 90108 it um <gasps> gives you i don't want to wait somebody what? said that to me and the character we haven't met yet is going to say sing dawson we're on the highway that's later this season again very small moment and they play sarah mclaughlin's i will remember you in a cover of field of gold fields of gold a lot in the show too bye I do. they do actually temi speaking to the music um on the show reminded me there is like a okay so you know how there's like a score in in tv there is mm -hmm. like a specific musical score that they always play when it's joey and dawson together and they did it again this episode in the in the ending of the episode when they're at the airport there's always this, this like musical cue that is like what i've coined as like joey and dawson music and i don't know like what it is or like if it has a title or anything like that um but uh yeah the music in this show is really interesting i don't think we think of it often as like a musical show but there is a lot of references uh to yeah. music um yeah i saw a, um in the radio station i saw a parlor a parlor a paula cole poster okay in the background yeah it's funny i thought that was cool um yeah yeah very interesting i don't know what temmy's singing is like what that who's gonna sing that so that's interesting to look forward to i love when temmy drops like little hints of like this is gonna happen in the future yeah, easter eggs he's yeah. like taylor swift He's exactly Easter like eggs all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you like to know what next episode's title is? Yeah. Now, this is the official title. I think both on HBO and on the wiki. So, <laughs> so you say. I'm like, I don't know what the hell the title of this. I'm going to call it The Lost Weekend because I think Lost Weekend yeah. sounds way better than like Flight, whatever the hell. Um, so next week's episode is titled Cape Side Revisited. We're going back to Cape Side. Yeah, baby. Yeah. um so, we get to see gitch yeah i baby mean lily I'm, yeah baby lily maybe a few she's a few months older now maybe Bessie we'll see Bodie. Bodie and cold alexander yeah. um possible to see those people but yeah just an fyi um to anybody who wants to send in feedback we're recording a little bit earlier in the week than we usually do so just make sure if you do want to send in feedback to get it to us um by um the 6th thursday the 6th um because yeah. we uh i'm going on vacation baby so uh we need a little bit on the early side to be able to you know have it yeah. on the podcast yep um so yeah beyond that um obviously we also talk boy meets world every week we've got the final season the final countdown uh happening over there um we are like trucking through i can't believe it i mean it's it's a season, 
um it's a it's it's different it's a wild season <laughs> so yeah. we're basically like having senioritis over on that podcast where it's just like who cares they're doing weird things that don't make sense yeah oh well yeah we're having fun with it <laughs> guests um, every week guests every week um and then of course we just talked we talked about it earlier we just recorded um goofy movie an extremely goofy movie yeah. uh, with karen from canada that was very, a ton of fun we talk a little goofy. bit about the movie but we mostly talk about other things which is really yeah <laughs> which is fine. fine which is fine um and sarah what do we have coming up for spooky month of october yeah um this is our third halloween together so uh every year we've been covering a halloween town movie so we're up to halloween town high so look out for that and then later in the month we're going to be covering i know what you did last summer which is of course a 90s horror movie classic or thriller whichever you want to call it so a lot of spooky content over here for halloween uh yeah so you can find us at shit 90s pod on twitter and instagram www.shit90spod.com you can find me at sarah ferguson and we're also going to be guesting on um a debate a debatable podcast so check that out uh we'll share the links and yeah, we'll do when that happens for that um of course you can find me at the just sterling i'm always podcasting about community over on community building on post show recaps as well as Reboot over on Post Show Recaps as well. So check out both of those podcasts. Tons of fun to be had over there. Um, I think that's all we have. So we'll be back next week um, with Season 5, Episode 3 of Dawson's Creek. We will talk to you all next time. Have a good one. Bye. Just ask. Shit 90 Shows taught me. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.